Hello and welcome to the Double Take Podcast with your hosts, Kirk and Kevin Weber. This is the show for fans of Apple Gaming and Sports. Please join us now on Double Take, an Apple Gaming Podcast. Hello, everyone. This is Kirk Weber. And this is Kevin Weber. And we're back for episode 40 of Double Take. Um, it's been a while. We haven't had one in 2022, but uh, we thought we had a couple of topics Apple related that we could um, discuss. So here we are. Yes. Uh, so everything going on right there, Kevin? Yeah. What have you been up to? Why Why have we not been doing this podcast? You know, it's it's difficult to organize your life around a podcast that you don't necessarily have to do. Um, yes. But um, while we've done different things, Apple related at tournaments and some people with emails and things like that, there are still people listening to the podcasts. Uh, previous episodes and um there's a people who said hey you guys gonna do another episode and we're like yeah you know i mean we've all we've always intended to is you know to do that um but as we got back into work and you know get past the uh, covid kind of lockdown stuff um you know life intervened um but we're back we we we're talking about it um and we have a couple things that we can kind of address, we're right? Still excited about APA. You know, we we are in a, a BBW league together that we really get into, and and I just noticed that you know people on certain social media platforms were, you know, mentioning things about the podcast, or or so, there's people in our league that uh, have listened to our podcast. So it just seemed like the right thing to do, and we've got some stuff that we can talk about, and um, you know, I think that there's still people out there that like to listen so hopefully that's the case you guys can let us know i guess right yeah i mean it's definitely a niche sort of podcast that only probably apple people would be interested in but i think similar to how apple goes in people's lives as they get older you know and we would definitely represent this um you it comes it goes up and down right you know there's times where you're into it and then times where you lose it and then you come back to it you can always kind of come back to apple products and and games you can always come back to double take <laughs> and yes. the podcast too you um, don't have to go back and listen to our previous podcast and know what we talked about in the past we don't double take it again right yeah um so but i think there must be some episodes that we have that um at least kind of have some longevity to them um so that's cool um i will say on this one we don't have any interviews um we haven't we didn't line that up but you know you got to start small and work your way up so um the biggest goal i think that we could do if i mean who we don't make any promises or any guarantees we make we can say that we will do another episode of this after this it'd be great if we were able to do one once a month but we'll see what happens we'll do the best we can right yeah um we definitely haven't put it put it to rest you know um it'll always kind of come back um in different things. So I was looking, you know, since the last time we, we talked, which was back in 2021 and we're almost into 2023, um, there's been a lot of products out and, and, and things from APA. Um, so the first part, you know, of this podcast, we thought we would look at 
new products that APA has been releasing. And maybe when you look at the APA store online, what are some of the things that catch your attention? So some of the new products that um, have caught my attention, I know like, I think it's both of us because like normally when we see like the newsletter come out from APA, we'll be like, hey, did you see this or that? And yeah. the the reissue of 1984 Master Baseball season caught my attention. Definitely, that's at the top of my list too. Even though uh, I replayed the 84 Basic, but it's been, man, it's probably been almost three years now and I've had the master booklet, and that would be fun to replay it again in the master game manner. Right, um, just the '84 Tigers. Um, that you know, that's what I. I Those do. that's kind of like the team that you know we grew up. You know, I'm mean, gonna grew up in Michigan and grew up as Tiger fans. And '84 was a special season for the Tigers, and everybody has kind of you know around the country different seasons that are special. '84 is always one for us, and um, the fact that you would have every card and not have to have. Yeah. Uh, the XB cards and stuff like that, and you'd well, have master so, symbols. Yeah, even so, when I had to do it, there were some guys that weren't carded, so I had to go on the card generator right. know, and create a card, and hopefully it was good, and it was tricky, you know, mm -hmm. for sure. So that 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 caught our attention. They, they uh, APA's been doing a lot with um, reissuing almost every baseball season. Uh, that was, yeah. I think, um, John Herson's goal. Be caught up. I, I think, think they've caught up by since we last talked. That was um, when we had talked to Herson in our interview a while ago. He said that that was an objective of theirs. Yeah. And that, that was a while ago. Yes. So, um, so yeah, that's we, cool. We interviewed John Herson then. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah it's pretty pretty okay. cool. Uh, yeah. So we had we had that, and then. The other things that kind of caught my attention, I mean, look, we talk a lot in baseball. I mean, APA has a lot of other sport products and things, and it's fun. Um, baseball tends to be heavy with us, though. We we have over the years, especially since we started this podcast, gotten other things. Uh, we both, you know, got acquired um, football and golf. Yes. Um, and they have a Metro Detroit golf course that just recently came out. Um, yeah. living in Michigan that seems cool I I you know I was like oh that's fun you know Chris you always speculate what it is I think it's Oakland Hills but I haven't looked at it they never tell they can't really do that for copyright right but, um but regardless it's based off of a famous course from Michigan and that's always kind of fun to have that's some the one where they've had some big tournaments so that's the most likely one. yeah I, I I assume that that's what it is but um maybe maybe some listener could verify I don't own it, so you can't really compare it, you know? Like, I mean, a lot of times the easiest way is just to look at the holes and the distances and see how it matches up. Um, the other thing that they did was, um, and it's not too expen expensive, is they uh, have an all-time greats 2022 edition where they've added um, some additional golfers um, mm -hmm. to the original set. So that's always fun to have those because, you know, the way it works with golf is you um, – you're not really buying seasons or teams, you know, you can buy a season, but you're really just trying to get a card for, for golfers year, you know, a great year of that golfer. Um, so that's kind of fun. You know, one of the other interesting sets, they have a, a 2022 senior men's golf league too. Mm -hmm. uh, and they started to do, you know, they got 21 and 22. Um, that's pretty, that's kind of fun. Yeah. I think the senior ones are fun because, you know, you'll get those famous names, and then yeah. they could still perform 
well within that you know senior kind of tournament kind of setting yeah, yeah. so so that's cool i i, I kind of have regrets that i you know didn't get as deeply into some of the apple golf stuff when we were trying to do the tga stuff um i kind of bailed on that you know um i, think I still see really it on facebook it's fun yeah um, and I know it's still going and I, and I, I think it has nothing to do with the people involved. It has to do with me, <laughs> you know, like committing yeah. my time to that. Um, yeah. but it's still cool. I still like it. Um, and then, you know, the question, you know, as we were looking at products and stuff, I, I, um, the prep for talking today, I said to Kevin, like, Hey, you know, let's say you could, you know, like John Herson or somebody said, Hey, you can pick three things off the website, whatever you want maybe five, maybe four or five but let's say at least three you know look at the website what things would you have on the top of your list you know maybe if it was a gift for christmas or something or you know whatever right um so i wrote down a couple of things i know you wrote down a couple of things uh, we may have similar things because of our interests are similar uh one thing that i had i'll start off with one i put uh i would love to have the great negro league baseball teams mm -hmm. Just, yeah, um, I, I think that would be fun to have, you know, in my uh, collection of APA baseball stuff. Um, you know, I know that there's a lot of effort put into putting those together. Um, when we play in our BBW league with leg, we have a lot of Negro leaguers that are in there too. Um, I've been uh, looking at reading more stuff about the history of the Negro leagues. I've done a little bit with that. I'm still learning from that sort of thing but i think it yeah i think one great thing about apa regardless of the sport is you learn more about the history by actually just kind of interacting with the cards or the people so i think that would be cool mm -hmm. um what did you have what else did you have well just real quick just to keep touching there on the negro yeah league, i think it'd be great too for our like league because that would is almost be like scouting yeah you know, recruiting you would know because i i see players that come through in our leg league that might be available and some of them i've never heard of and then you look at you know there's i'm sure you've had this happen too where mm -hmm. you kind of dive into their career and you're like, like wow this guy was a heck of a player and so that would definitely be um more challenging with the negro league players and leg which we'll talk about later in the show um because their normalization is more erratic um than some players but like when i hear you know of um i don't know some um you know traditional mlb player that was famous right um you know Harmon killabrew or something i kind of know when he played who he played for kind of what type of style he had kind of what you would get out of him but there's times where sure. a negro league player i don't know you know yeah. um and these so are, you know third teams in the 30s and stuff and 40s so i mean we know play, you know regular major league players from you know well, 19 teens up through the 40s pretty well. You can picture them. You've seen pictures, sometimes video. Mm -hmm. uh, but for the Negro League players, that's not so much. You know? And there's been a good effort just through baseball history right now of integrating their stats into MLB and more, even more recognition of these players' careers. So that would be fun. What, what's something else you had on your list? Well, you know, I... I we both kind of acquired the master baseball um, booklet and, and learning that game a little bit, which helps us with BBW and such. But I think that getting some of the ballpark factor charts would be interesting. Um, they're like a digital thing. Um, so, and they have years going all the way back to the, 
you know, 1911 or whatever, but getting a few seasons of those and implementing those. Like, for example, if I got the 84 master baseball season, getting the 84 ballpark factor chart mm-hmm. would be pretty cool and uh, trying to implement that the best that I can. I think that would be cool, you know, to see how that works. Right. And I I think that, you know, the more realism you can add to the experience, the better. And, of course, the ballpark factors would definitely help with that. Um, so we talked about those. I think we mentioned the 84 one would definitely probably be on our list. I had a couple football ones on there. I'm just going to kind of do them both at the same time. As a Michigan State University grad, love MSU, um, good or bad, you know, they're my team. Um, and I think it would be cool, even though I don't do as much with the football and I have the game, to have the College Football Greats Teams Volume 1, which has uh, the 66 Michigan State mm. team, and or the Big Ten College Football Great Teams, which has basically a great team from every uh, school in the Big Ten, and they have the 65, because 65-66 were kind of national mm-hmm. championship era teams for them. Um, and I think they did that on purpose so they could have two different teams. Um, so I think that would just be fun to have added to my collection. Um, I would, you know, pick something like that just to do. Would I buy those straight out, you know, right now? Probably not. But would I like to just have them? Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So what else, did you have anything else on there? Um, well, we had the Metro thing. You know, I might, if I if I was just be, being gifted things, yeah. I might give hockey a shot oh yeah or soccer you uh-huh. know um obviously we've had the world cup going on and all the excitement with that stuff so if you know i just got the basic game for either one of those you know i would give it a shot and see, try to play it and see how it goes i think that'd be fun you know uh-huh. that'd be a great gift like it you uh, christmas is tomorrow and if you opened up something and somebody gave you know you opened up hockey or soccer you'd be like sweet wouldn't you be yeah let's try this out yeah Mm -hmm. and i think i think that would be exciting and i think for you would get a good feel for the game engines for either i mean i know that they're different but you know there's a style of play that's like that so um i'm not a huge soccer fan other than maybe when there's world cup or the olympics um just like my wife and daughter mentioned that uh Hey, you know, you're one of those guys that you're a big World Cup fan every four years. I'm like, 100 percent accurate. <laughs> don't mm-hmm. really get into soccer that much, but it was pretty exciting, you know. Right. So I, yeah. I would give that. Go. I mean, I like hockey. I've, I've watched hockey for most of my life, but I can't say I, I've never played either one of those games. Mm-hmm. So that would be kind of fun to see, and it's just completely different than football or baseball, for sure. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. Um, so those are just some of our things. I hope that you guys maybe take some time and peruse the website and see what might be on your list. Uh, feel free to share that with us if you want. I, I'd like to know what people find uh, attractive products or items um, or things you would like to see. Um, that's always kind of fun. A great way to do that is to go to the Anchor app and leave us a voicemail, 60 seconds or less, and tell us what you think. And that will spur us to uh, get another episode out because we'll have to include your voicemail in the next episode and and we would want to do that because we would feel obligated to do that yes um before we go to a break um i thought i just mentioned a couple other uh things you know that i've that we've seen um that looks like you know for the 2022 baseball card sets um they're going to start um taking orders on friday january 6 2023 
um, and start shipping them on the 10th. I always kind of like that because back in the day when we used to order seasons mm -hmm. um, and you really didn't have any updates on things, you know, back in the nineties or eighties and hope it shows up. Yeah. You never knew you couldn't track it or anything. And they'll do that. BBW, I think will they'll start taking orders on the January 18th. So that's, that's cool. You know, um, you know, baseball is always kind of big with, with APA and, and that's a part that they have. Um, APA Go um, has been updated to uh, version 2.50. Um, so that's cool. I think that they've really been keeping up with that. I think there's some good people working on that product. Um, so that's fun. Um, and then, of course, with BBW, they don't update that like, you know, big time. But there is little minor changes. And the latest one happened August 15th where they upgraded uh, 5.75 to um, up, update 30. They also updated the play-by-play. -play. So they they fixed a couple items and, and things like that. So they've been doing that. The the thing that, um, you know, you and I were talking and not to, I mean, we're, we, we're not employed by APA or anything like that. We just, we just appreciate it and like it, is while I see updates pretty well on the website stuff, They've really fallen off with some of the social media oh, yeah. things. You know, like the last Twitter update was um, September 29th, 2015. The last um, Facebook was uh, March 23rd, 2021. Um, Apago's done pretty well. They actually had one in December yes. here, December 12th, 22, um, because that's kind of different people working with that. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, I know that they have a much older fan base. Um I mean, you and I are fifty, and but we're on social media. Some of these but guys probably are the, uh, on the younger end compared to some probably, because, yeah. You know, like in our live league, we have um, you know people die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we have you know, some older I mean, people. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, like, I mean, how are they? You know, like, I mean, I'm just thinking from a business perspective, and I'm sure they think about this a lot more than I do. Um, you know, like, I mean, I guess people will probably go to the website. But um, maybe social media is just not worth it. Um, it seems like Twitter, maybe not so much, but Facebook seems like it would be a good because that's an older person thing, you know. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, when you talk about my kids who are in their uh teens, early 20s, I mean, they don't do Facebook, they, they, they think that's old people. Um, <laughs> so but, but I think uh, most Apple people do Facebook, and, and you know, there's good Facebook groups out there too, so keeping a good presence there would be very beneficial you know i know that they do the newsletter so i think email is something that people also get but i don't know how regularly some of the older fans and customers are but um i i just wish like i sometimes like i'll see the emails um or if i have to go to the website but um you know like i check various social media and then if i see a post there you know it draws my attention um but um but i that's definitely not seems to be in the cards for how they're doing it i guess that's a pun there but um yeah. so you know um i guess we'll see how that plays out um you know, you know it's, if it's, they need um a social media person you and i you know would be willing to to help them out if, if they wanted to oh yeah i guess we could do that if they ever needed yeah. help yeah. with that to our little list that would be a great gift and all expenses paid trip to the APA convention. I'd love oh. to go to the APA convention. If you got me like a, 
uh, a first-time convention attendee thing and the dinner and the, the hotel and everything. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. I enjoy that. That's I in like June, like I that. think, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. It would be fun to kind of mingle with sometime. Maybe sometime. like-minded people. Yeah. So um, we'll, um, after this, we'll come back and we're going to talk a little bit about some more specific things to us on, uh, APA, you know, um, some, you know, the tournament that we always go to the greater Michigan one, uh, leg, a uh, week of extraordinary gentlemen and season three kicking up and, and a couple things related to that. And then that'll wrap up our show. So stick with us and we'll be right back. Well, welcome back. Um, so our final segment, we'll talk about, you know, a couple things related to our uh, APA in our lives, I guess. And uh, one of those is going to be, um, we'll be planning on going to the March 4th, 2023, ninth annual Greater Michigan APA Baseball Tournament with Pastor Rich. And uh, currently I see there's 56 teams registered for the tournament. The theme this year is World Series winners from 1903, 1905 to 1993, 1995 to 2019, and 2021. They eliminated some uh, people who use teams that won. Um, yes. So you have to pick a World Series winner. And we picked our teams um, before the end of the last tournament last year in the eighth annual. And uh, by coincidence, I guess we both decided to go to the Baltimore Oriole. World Series mm -hmm. winner. I'm going with 1966 Baltimore Orioles, and Kevin, you're going with the 1970 Baltimore Orioles. Um, what was our rationale behind that? We wanted teams that had some great pitching and defense and can pop home runs. Right. Because that seems to win these tournaments more often than Right. Not. I guess we'll explore if that's true, if one of us has success or both or whatever. Um, but and it's kind of fun to play with something different or whatever. Yeah, I've never played with the Orioles. I mean, it's, you know, Boog Powell and Frank Robinson and Brooks Robinson and all those kind of guys are, are fun guys to, to play with. And they both have, you know, great pitching staffs for an APA tournament. You can get your three-man rotation and they have good relievers, you know, yeah. so they're very complete teams, but you know, these are world series winning teams. I mean, so there's plenty of other teams that could probably boast yeah. oh, something yeah. so like that. Be some great teams there, but you know, 1970 Orioles, they won 108 games for, for some reason or another. So mm -hmm. I'll take my chances. You know? Right. So should be fun. I'm uh, looking forward to that, you know, going to Jackson. If uh, people are interested in that, I'm sure you can still sign up. Um, we'll include that information in the notes on, on the podcast here. Uh, Stray has a, uh, a website that he does also for this. And um, so it's cool. You can sign up as long as you you know sign up for a team that isn't uh, already occupied, but there's plenty of teams. So oh, yeah. Yep. Um, you so that's kind of fun. Yourself, you know, if you don't have it in your possession, then somehow you've got to acquire it so that you can play with it. It's got to be in the official cards and stuff. Right. Right. And I think you and I were just talking about um, we like to kind of have fun using Apple Go as a way of, uh, you know, spending a couple bucks and 
purchasing that the team that you're going to use and then you and i scrimmaging each other on epigo um so maybe we'll do that over the holiday season good way to figure out like your lineup and you know um particularly your starting eight you know to to see how Mm -hmm. it works and where you might want to pinch hit or make defensive changes or where you would bring in pitchers if if you want to do you know how you would move your um because we do dh in this but um but sometimes if you have really good relief pitchers you know when do you you know roll those guys in and what order and stuff and then you're ready to go when you when you do the real deal yeah um, so that's fun hope that you roll some good numbers yeah and then you just hope that you actually yeah roll a bunch of 66 yeah for numbers. sure yeah. yeah i i recall last year i did not roll well at all yeah um so that's just how it goes um the other thing that we wanted to talk about was uh we're approaching into the third season of leg our bbw league that we've talked about on previous episodes that really this this podcast helped launch us into that when we interviewed stray and then it kind of he mentioned what nick was doing um and uh malatesnik and then here we are and that's i really look at leg as kind of um you know the most long-term thing i have appa related right mm-hmm. now and uh i enjoy it um i i love the cards and dice and all that sort of stuff but that's harder to work things in i, I leg and being able to do bbw stuff right through your computer um i find more portable and easier to kind of just kind of you know dabble into here and there and not have to pull a lot of things around so i enjoy it now season three um we have 32 teams in this league um for those people not familiar just real quick i'll try to say this basically we have everybody ever who's played baseball negro league players as well as um you know your traditional mlb players and they're all normalized and uh for their era so like if it was a really big home run era it would be kind of leveled playing field compared to other leagues so you'll have people that are from the dead ball era that'll hit more home runs because that's normalized up and you have guys that maybe jacked a bunch of home runs in a steroid era that might be kind of normalized down i'm just saying home runs but it could be batting averages or whatever else you're talking about so um it's fun you um it's kind of you know um set up in a, a way that nick makes it difficult to um have a, a dynasty um because of all the variables that are involved uh you have uh, contracts guys can walk you have to use guys at least 50 percent of their usage or more so that they don't walk on you um so it's hard to you just can't pile up a whole bunch of hall of famers and you know sit on them forever um it's hard to keep everybody together you got to make some choices which is more realistic so right and and fun so there's there's all sorts of kind of things you might trade somebody um because you're trying to free up roster spots um and their contracts really salary yeah yeah um and not necessarily it's not always about the quality of the player you know and you might look at them as like how their career is and how much they're worth it and what else you have you know there's all sorts of variables so it's kind of fun um you know the in last you know, season, um, you know, I, I've been lucky enough to make the playoffs the first two seasons, but I've taken a new approach where I, I don't want, want a bunch of long-term contracts with guys. So I have coming into this draft, the most draft picks of, of any team, you were second to that. You and I both kind of, you know, sometimes have similar philosophy. 
I'm experimenting with a new approach to kind of building up my team. I mean, I have a core of players led by Nap Lashaway um, that I think are good and and good to build around. But then I'm just going to try to, you know, fill out the rest of the team through how I kind of work with the draft. It's a little scary, but I also love drafts. Yeah. So it's kind of fun. Um, so, you know, I mean, that's kind of where we're at. I mean, part of the love of the game, it's it's great to play the games and the series and see where your team goes. Of course, that's like the biggest thing, but it's almost as much fun to make trades and draft and evaluate the players. Uh, you know, the second season, you know, the, the off season is almost as much fun as the season itself. Right. You know, to see how, you know, because the season is just like, hey, how well did you do in the off season to make this team? You know, it's like, you know, your it's your evaluation. <laughs> basically right basically yeah so, and yeah. you know for me um i was trying to get a lot of things as much set up as possible before the draft so while i had uh, i mean you have to fill a 40-man roster and while i had a number of uh, people that i needed to get i i really kind of traded various picks th through my first five picks to fill certain spots um so that's you know i've been kind of sending emails and trying to work out various trades and things like that. And I feel like I've made some progress, especially uh, trading my first round pick for Paul Molitor. I thought, Hey, yeah. I don't think I was going to get anybody better in the draft than that. So I was happy with that. Um, you've yeah, been I've making moves too. trades myself and, you know, traded away some of my starters from my first couple seasons. I mean, I made the playoffs the first year and then last year I finished 500 and, and it was pretty, I mean, I, I kind of decided to, stop my playoff push and make some trades and get some draft picks. So I do have quite a few high, you know, round picks in the mm -hmm. first three rounds. Plus I've got a good core group of pitchers and hitters, but I did trade away George Sisler and I traded away Robinson Cano and I traded away Goose Goslin for other players, you know, um, Ducky Medwick, for example, I got for Goslin to try to um, have a certain, you know, lefty righty combinations in my lineup and certain kind of power. Um, we had a whole situation where we were using like a, a ballpark factor type of thing in leg that uh, um, is kind of, you know, on the fritz now and is going to be excluded for at least this season, I think. Mm -hmm. um, so we were trying to manipulate our teams the best we could for our ballparks. Um, but that's not such a big deal anymore. And of course, the other thing that we've been doing, because, you know, we, we grew up with the cards and we can read the cards quite well. And I know there's a lot of guys that play BBW that that's the only thing they've ever played. So they see the card, they kind of know maybe, but not, they're not as familiar with it. So we've become more familiar with the cards and, and, and also how it re might relate to the master game. You know, the master game and BBW are not exactly the same, but they are very, very similar. So We've been doing that as well um, and trying to, I don't know, go in a different direction for how we evaluate and how mm -hmm. we perform. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I basically, you know, just, you know, looking at the master game, uh, because basically the engine of BBW is based off the master game and, um, and it still is a card thing. So trying to kind of decide what in this specific league works well on the cards and doesn't and then try to look at those and and decide okay i'm going to go with it i'm going to pick this guy over this guy because it seems like this card you know how sometimes cards 
um, don't always reflect the the stats. Um, so, but you know, my philosophy might be wrong. You know, <laughs> I guess it's going to be an experiment. And uh, but I think you and I both kind of were looking at things and going, well, let's give it a shot. Let's see what happens. It's and one of the things we've noticed for the way they do the normalized cards in our league is they have like all double column cards, which we understand that because you have more variables there and there's more you can work with. But it, that's the way league does it. So, you know, we're not criticizing that necessarily, but it does change things because in the master game, and I'm sure in the BBW game, there are single column cards and they perform differently. Like for example, in the master game, just like in the basic game, you got a runner on third base and you get a six, it's a home run. But if you have a double double column card, you're not going to get that. So when we have that, I think that I think that changes the way certain players might perform. Because if you get the release, like you get the 2022-2023 new BBW season, um, you're going to get, you know, from from the game company, you're going to get single column cards. Mm -hmm. They're going to like hit a home run when the guy's on third because they got a six there, right? Whereas that's not going to happen in our leg league. But we have to adjust to that and understand that sometimes that's the way it's going to work. It's going to have to work on, you know, double column cards where everything does happen once you get into that double column. So um, we've talked about that extensively, you know, on our own. And they have made a few adjustments with BBW's recent updates. Like I was reading some of the notes for the um, upgrade 30 for uh, BBW 5.75. And, um, you know, like you um, won't get a home run with a man on third and a six if um, the guy hasn't hit home runs or doesn't have a one. You know, like they, they kind of like made some little tweaks to the program and stuff which is good you know there's like little things it's always why you need to be running the most recent edition or version of it um but you know i mean it's um you know i I guess what we're trying to do is just kind of go hey what try to reach a a better understanding about what's going on and make decisions based on that um if now if my understanding is incorrect then the decisions i'm going to make are going to not (laughs) not gonna go well but um but hopefully hopefully it works and makes it kind of fun um you know the other thing and you know it's kind of a delicate topic but um you know you and i love doing trades and we're pretty active doing that in in we it's we don't have the best way of doing that i mean i don't know how other people's leagues do this whether whatever sport you're playing or if it's a fantasy league or whatever when you're trying to do trades but um Sometimes trade etiquette seems to be absent with people, yeah. especially people who've probably been doing this stuff for a long time. Yeah. And, you know, it's all for fun. Um, and, you know, I I mean, people sometimes take offense. They think that somebody's trying to rip them off or whatever, or they are lazy about how they go about doing trades too. Like, I I send out trade offers. I mean, I I will propose something, and I spend time trying to look at the roster. And in the case of something like leg, like what is their salary situation? You know, what are some of their needs? But how long are the contracts that their guys are on? You know, what might they be? What could they need that I might have? And what do they have that I need? That's a fair trade. That's how you kind of do that. It, you know, the expectations are that you reply in a reasonable amount of time with some sincerity you know 
Um, and for the most part, I've normally had people that that's what they do. But occasionally you get a couple people that are this like kind of jerks about things and it kind of ruins the experience. Yeah. I mean, nobody, we're not paying to be in it, but you know, I think you should reply back within 24 hours. I know not everybody checks their email as often as us. Um, you, you know, some don'ts don't rip on the other person's team. Yeah. You might think that their team is terrible or this player is terrible or something, but don't, don't do that. I mean, there's, there's only bad things that are going to come from that. Okay. Uh (laughs) And, uh, and when you do reply back, you know, maybe have some kind of alternate deal if you want, you know, right. Um, I, I, people are not very good at countering. I've noticed um, and like you and I, the deals we make, we probably are the two biggest traders in the whole league, I'd say. Um, we always are making the deal. Almost nobody ever makes a deal to us. I, 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 rarely. I think I almost never get a, a trade offer. I'd love one. You know, I like the negotiation, you know, like sometimes you'll offer, like, let's say you're offering draft picks, you know, you, you try to offer something that's fair, but maybe you're, I mean, in your mind, you're willing to switch it up a little bit or something like that you know have a kind of a back and forth or whatever yes. but and, and you know sometimes you'll get a good reply with people all the time you know I, I think in leg too I mean, it is a computer-based league so i don't think um checking your email you should have some tech skills yeah i mean you know, something you know yeah. and if it, it, it or you know you could have a separate a specific email that you just use for this you know or something but I don't know. There's just a couple times where I get As I'm the disappointed. Kids would say nowadays, don't ghost people. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't just like you know, not say anything about a particular trait. Um, I did get one deal done, you know, a week or two ago. I was trying to get a relief pitcher. Doesn't matter who. I know most people don't really care. But I made an offer for one guy, and he said no. And then I thought, well, he had several other guys that I'd be interested in too. I said, well. What about one of those guys? And he's like, well, I'll trade you this guy. And so we got it done. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. but I had to say that he could have said, well, I'm not really going to trade that guy. But, you know, maybe one of these other guys, if you're interested, you know, um, and I made the, you know, because he had an excess of relief pitchers, uh, which I said in my initial email that, hey, I know she do. If you have that, why aren't you trading some of them? Yeah, That's I mean, we don't understand either. You know, I, I don't understand why people like you should trade from your strength. Um, it's yeah. hard in in at least in this league Nobody to, has a perfect team. to to have everything perfect. So you know, I mean, why not just see what you can do to just kind of make little tweaks? But I, I know not everybody wants to do that. They just kind of roll with it. You know, I yeah. get it. I feel like sometimes I understand other people's teams better than they understand their own team. <laughs> sometimes i think that's the case that's, that's annoying yeah okay. you know and um yeah i i, I don't um yeah don't you know whatever so i mean you know not not i mean i i it's good to know certain things when you're trading with people if you're a sentimental person who wants to have certain people on your team or even though they maybe aren't the best player but but it was your favorite person that you grew up watching or something okay just let people know um i i i'm not like that you know i mean i love some players i watched growing up and so if but i, I mean, i'll trade anybody you know i trade my mother 
right? You know, like, I mean, it doesn't, I, I mean, if it's the right thing, you know, if I think it helps me, if it improves me, you know, for where I'm going, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Um, but I never really have those options because people don't really ever, yeah. I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm, I don't know, maybe I come across the wrong way. I don't know. Make me an offer I can't refuse. Right. That's I mean, I like. I mean, okay, would you trade Nat Blasway? Probably not, but you never know. Hey, if I had the, if there was enough on the table, I would consider it. Or I would come up with, this is, you know, I would at some point would say, this is what I would need to do. And and if you wanted to go with that, then cool. If not, no hard feelings. I mean, it would take something like, I'm going to give you Ty Cobb or Babe Ruth and two or three draft picks. Right. Right. I'm always willing to shake things up. Right. Too, you know, I mean, what the heck, right? Right. Let's see how it goes. Um, so. But I just hope with people when, I mean, I know people, many people who listen to this are in various leagues and they deal with trades and stuff like that. I mean, have fun with it. Uh, you know, there's a nice courtesy that you have with trades, but, you know, also pursue it. I mean, if you're not really doing certain things with trades, you're probably missing out on part of the fun. Uh, yeah. I mean, when the season starts, you're either trying to make the playoffs and win a championship or you're trying to make your team better for next year. Those are your only two options. What else are you doing? Right. If you're not doing that, then, you know, you're not really having fun and there's not much there, you know? Right. I mean, and and if your team isn't as competitive as you want it to be, sometimes the trading can make it a more enjoyable season. Yes. Um, so, you know, it's just something to think about. So those were kind of our main topics. We we were going to touch a little bit on on that and leg and stuff, but I mean that's kind of where we're at. Well, um, the the goal here is to um, come back and have another episode before year passes or something. You know, <laughs> so Maybe sometime here in January in the new year we will try to get one done here. See how it goes. Right, but you know we, we welcome any feedback. We are you know we do have um, some presence on Facebook and in Twitter and places like that. So feel free to, you know, drop a comment, um, suggestion, whatever, whatever, you know, inspires you. And, um, and then we'll, we'll keep kind of plugging along here. Right. Yep. All right. So thanks everyone for listening. And uh, until uh, our next episode, um, keep rolling. Double take is recorded using audacity and clean feed. We use Fifine USB microphones and distribute through Anchor.fm. Theme music, Funk in the Trunk, is by Shane Ivers at SilvermanSound.com. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at DoubleTakeCast, or email us at DoubleTakeFeedback at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.